New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, church family. I uh, hope you had a wonderful Christmas. I know for many of us, it was certainly different, uh, strange, uh, not the normal Christmas. I know sometimes sad. There's still a lot of suffering going on around us. Uh, yet in the middle of that, as believers, we, we can celebrate the hope that, that is in, in our Lord and Savior. My name's Ray Moss, uh, one of our pastors at New Vision. I give leadership to our care ministry, which provides one-on-one biblical counseling and encouragement to, to individuals. I, I would ask you today to pray for our counselors and encouragers as they minister God's Word uh, in this season, especially to those that are hurting and seeking care, looking really looking for biblical answers to the challenges that they're having. Our focus today is uh, passages, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. I'll read from the ESV today, and but I'm going to start with verse 17, just so we have context for, for verse 22. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that's not the way you've learned in Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. You know, the ESV and and really um, most other translations will call this section either living the new life or the new life. And Jesus said that he came to give us life and life abundant is what John said. And then he said also in John, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So, we look at this passage, it's important to remember that He is the life, and we find our true life only in being in Him. Well, Paul gives us a, a comparison here that's, that's very, very similar to what we see in Romans 8, Galatians 5, which both speak to us as believers that, that we can walk after the flesh even though we are in Christ. Now we see him talking about the mind rather than flesh. He compares a mind that's either darkened or callous, and he's comparing that to the believer's mind who has been transformed to the things of God, to those who know or belong to Christ. Paul's message is clear that as believers, we are in Christ. We've been given his spirit. We are new creations. All things are new, justified, no more condemnation, and then in Romans 6, 6, Paul referred to the fact that the old man or the old self was crucified with Christ, and we know we're no longer slaves to sin, is what he says. So yes, I know what you're thinking. I'm in Christ, yet I really find myself still struggling with sin from time to time. Well, Paul gets that, so what he speaks of here is really the sanctification process, which is allowing Christ more and more to live through us. That's really what sanctification is. Uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2, uh, we hear Paul clearly proclaim that even as believers, 
uh, we must renew our minds. This letter to the church of Ephesus makes it even clearer. Just look at the words that he uses referring to the mind in just these seven verses. Uh, referring to the Gentiles, or really unbelievers, he says, futility of their minds, darken in their understanding, ignorance that is in them. But he says we we should no longer walk like this, but we walk like this. But he said, be learners of Christ, heard of him and taught in him, renewed in the spirit of your minds. So very central to this passage is this thing about our minds, the transformation that's going on in our minds. The word that best describes this passage is sanctification, the growing in Christ. We put off our old self, which belongs to our former manner of life, corrupted by deceitful desires, and we put on the new self, taking off, putting on. That's the process. This new self is, as it says, a new self, a new new nature, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness, a new creation, yet I find myself wanting to go back to the patterns that the old self left in my mind. That's, that's the struggle. Now, bear with me. In this, uh, I'm kind of a gearhead, so this is a gearhead illustration. Uh, as all illustration, it has its limits, but I hope maybe it sheds some lights on, on this whole thing about renewing our minds or putting off the old self. I, uh, I started riding motorcycles at 13. Uh, I really didn't even have a license to ride one, but I had one. Motorcycles worked just like they did back in 1965. The manual gear shifter is on the left foot, the brake is on the right foot and the right handlebar. The clutch is on the left handlebar and the throttle is on the right handle grip. Nothing, I mean, nothing is similar to a car of today. So let's just say this. Let's just say old Ray has been riding motorcycles for the past 55 years. He never had a car. All of a sudden, he's given a new car by his children. Uh, you're too old to ride motorcycles, Dad, and in fact, we're selling your bikes, and all you have is this nice, shiny car. Now, thanks to my children, my identity has suddenly changed overnight from a motorcyclist to a car driver. Now, just because I have a car does not mean I know how to drive the car. So I began relearning, relearning to, uh, you know, how to drive and what this, this uh, new thing can do as opposed to the motorcycle. I have, so I have to do this. I have to put off what I learned previously about traveling. And even after driving that new car and learning all the bells and whistles, I find myself sweeping through a curve and learning and leaning against the door at a much too fast a speed, only to hear my sweet wife say, Ray, you're not on a motorcycle. That, my friends... Driving a car like a motorcycle is what Paul refers to walking after the flesh, or in this passage, walking after the mind of our old self. I'm not in or on the motorcycle. I am in the car. But my mind's memory is so deep, I find myself going back to its desires, or here, deceitful desires. I, I hope that makes some kind of sense. Now, let's tackle one other thing Paul mentions here. The old self that we died to and belongs to a former manner of life is really, it's corrupted by evil desires. Now, he's identifying really the culprit and how its memory in our minds can cause problems for us as believers. Now, I'm not a slave to it because I have a way out now. 
I, I got the Spirit of God that's in me. But I find my need for, well, let's just say acceptance. I find my need for acceptance being met the old way by performing or achieving for the acceptance of man. I need that. And, and here's what God says to me. He says, Ray boy, I accept you unconditionally, and that should be enough. But when I go after the acceptance on my own, I'm really saying, you know, God's your love is not sufficient. So Paul would say that's a deceitful desire. Uh, it's behind all sin, isn't it? I, I believe in God. I'm just not trusting for this. So because I'm no longer a slave to it, I can use my chooser or my will to not walk after those desires that only God wants to provide. That, my friends, is the work of the Spirit. So, so how do I hear and recognize the Spirit in me? Well, by renewing my mind with truth from God's Word. It's that simple. I put off that former way of life and put on what is ours, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. You know, my prayer for us all today is that we would be uh, really be sensitive to what is ours in Christ. Walking after deceitful desires is not who you are. It's not consistent with this new nature. Father, your, uh, your love and sacrifice makes us into your likeness. We are your children, and we choose today to walk in your spirit. Thank you for your word that renews our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you enjoy saying goodbye to 2020 in the next couple of days. And uh, let's just be thankful for God for sustaining us this year. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.